Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is LaShonda Day. She is the newly crowned IGM Ms. Virginia 2020. She is an incredible person, competed as a young child in pageantry, did very well, as we were going to learn, and then really was just an outright superstar and then retired and has just now come back in the pageantry. And I'm so excited to interview her on her, hopefully on her new projection to being a big superstar. So excited to interview someone who is such a bright star and so excited for this opportunity. Stay tuned. And welcome to the show. How's it going? Just fine. How's um how's life in quarantine going? It's definitely going. Just taking it day by day. <laughs> I, I I I I feel you and um I'm praying for everyone out there and uh how's uh quarantine with a little kid? Is that interesting or is it like a permanent like a summer break or spring break or I don't know how to I don't know how <laughs> um, to explain. Well, my son is actually not school age, but he did go to daycare. So um, him not going to a daycare facility at this point um, is fine. And now the more time we spend together, uh, he's kind of starting to drive me a little crazy. But, you know, it's all good. I mean, that's kind of his job, right? He's supposed to drive mom nuts, right? Yeah, that's true. But he's we got him an Xbox um oh. so that keeps them pretty occupied for most of the day <laughs> okay well at least you're being nice about that uh um for doing that so oh don't worry he's already lost it for a day um, <laughs> and it's not even a week old so <laughs> well hey uh things that you can give you can take away so <laughs> exactly so well i wanted to get you on the show because um i I had the opportunity to meet you um, in, at the Miss U, uh, USA uh, Delaware pageant, and I had one of my um, clients um, competing in it, and you were one of her best friends, which was so nice to finally meet you in person because we had chatted offline. And now, um, most recently, you just won uh, IGM Ms. Virginia, so I definitely wanted yes. to bring you on and and really get your experience on um, what it what drawed you back into pageantry and um, what initially got you into it. So, how, where did you start doing your 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 pageant career? So, um, my my I have two older sisters, and um, they both we actually used to live in Maryland. I was born and partially raised in Maryland, so. Um, they started competing when they were younger. Um, I was not at the interesting age to compete. Um, like it wasn't something I was interested in. So they competed in American co-ed uh, when we lived in Maryland. And were you, then the, we moved tom to were you the tomboy? Um, no, I just wasn't, I, I wasn't old enough more or less to really be intrigued by gotcha. it, I guess. Um, I was still fairly young cause there's, seven years difference between me and my oldest sister. Wow. So, yeah. So they were competing at the age of, I believe, I want to say they were about nine and 
somewhere between nine and eleven. Um, those age ranges. So. Are you the youngest too? I am. I'm the baby of the family. Gotcha. So yeah. I I apologize. So you were telling me either title. So. <laughs> Um, so they, they competed in American co-ed. We moved to Virginia. Um, my older sister is the one that continued to compete in pageants. Um, and as I watched her and would attend the pageants and watch her at this time, we had VHS tapes <laughs> that dates me a little bit. Um, but I would go back and watch all of the, um, competition tapes. And then I kind of piqued my interest and I told my mom I wanted to compete in a pageant and, when I was eight, I did my very first Christmas pageant. It was more on the glitz side. And word of advice, don't do a glitz pageant for your very first pageant fresh out the gate. <laughs> now, for our listeners that don't know what it is, that a pageantry that does no makeup or or is it um, focused so, on, is it, it, I'm assuming it's something like more like dress, you know, super glamorous kind of look the way you described it, so. Yes. Uh, so uh, this particular pageant, at the time, we called it Pro-Am slash Glitz. Uh, that's more of your fancy big hair, oh. heavy makeup, um, it, like precise modeling. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, I mean, it sounds fun, right? But it definitely sounds like a challenging if you've never done that before. Yeah, it was very intimidating. Um, I definitely learned a lot. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. But I believe there were like 30 girls in my division alone. So, yeah, I was definitely a newbie and everybody could tell <laughs> from wardrobe to makeup and hair. I was definitely out of my element, but I decided I wanted to compete again. And I did an Easter pageant, uh, same people that ran it, um, same venue and everything. But I actually got fourth runner up that time. So, um it was definitely an experience and that's pretty much how I got into pageantry. That's where it all started. And well, at least you weren't traumatized by that first experience because, uh, a lot of times people are traumatized by that first experience in life and then they never tried again. It sounds like you took that experience and it motivated you to want to do better. And you did by finishing and forth. So Yes, uh, I'm definitely someone who doesn't give up easily. And when I have goals and dreams, I definitely go for them. Uh, so I, I don't, I always learn from experiences and I like learning from experiences because that's what helps me grow. Do you find that there's something that is instilled from your parents that have impressioned that onto you? Or do you just found that um, you found that internally that it, that it was something that you needed to do or motivate yourself? I think it's, um, well, I grew up in a single family household. So um, my mom is the the one who raised me and instilled all my values and morals uh, that helped make me who I am today. But I just saw her hard work um, ethic and a little bit me, a little bit for my upbringing, but it's a good combination. I wouldn't say it's one or the other. Well, you know, it's always, it's always great to have someone that you can definitely have your rock. Is your mom your rock then? Yeah, she, um, she definitely, we've had our differences over the years as I grew up, but, um, yeah, she's definitely been the, the steady 
consistent one. Uh, so she definitely has loved me through thick and thin and <laughs> good times and bad times. So sure. yeah, I would definitely say she, she's a good steady rock. Yeah. I mean, any child and parent relationship, um, I mean, if the child's not doing what the parent expects them to do, you know, usually is a little rocky. So, I mean, that's, that's only expected and, and vice versa. If the child thinks that the mom's not doing, if the child thinks the mom, yeah, is not doing what, what she should do as a mom, then, you know, the relationship. So, I mean, it's just a, a weird dynamic, but, uh, you know, I'm sure it comes right. from a love, from a love, um, port. So, um, so y- what age group? So you had your two older sisters. Now, was it very competitive having two sisters that are already doing pageantry or they, were they can, were they can, um, continue to pursue that or did they do something else? My middle sister, she did one pageant and that was it for her. So, um, she, it's just not really her thing. (laughs) Uh, She's more of a, more of the tomboyish, but not a hundred percent tomboy, uh, kind of sibling out of all of us. Uh, my older sister did continue on. Uh, we actually did when I was eight and nine, we, we did those pageants together, uh, when I first jumped into pageantry. So, it's not like I did a hundred percent alone. Um, my sister did her divisions as well in those same pageants. So, uh, it was kind of our, our sisterly bond, <laughs> I guess you could say. And she went on to compete in the MAO system and did really well there. Uh, and then I've just competed in miscellaneous systems here and there. I used to do outstanding teen and I'd, did a couple of prelims for the MAO organization, the Miss America organization. Um, but you but never competed in the same division with your sisters? No, it is, it is not possible. Uh, there's seven years between me and my oldest sister and gotcha. five between me and my middle sister. So that was never really Well, I guess a thing. Was that a good thing to have that gap? Did you feel that you could go to her and she wasn't going to like – purposely mislead you and you could um, trust her? Uh, I mean, with it's kind of a big age gap with us, but we're all still fairly close. Um, my two older sisters are obviously closer with one another than me and them. Uh, so, cause they are only two years apart. So therefore they could do more together, I guess, growing up. So it's the drinking thing when, when the, when the, when you have that one sibling that's not eligible to drink and everyone, and then you have to sit outside, it's kind of weird until you become, um, of age. So yeah, I, I, I understand that, that concept completely. So, yeah, but I have very different relationships with my sisters. So, uh, some, some topics I, discuss with one sister whereas I wouldn't with the other and I can go to one sister about other topics whereas I can't with the other sister so it's just but you know, two completely different relationships but you know the way you could look at it also is that you have one that you can um talk about serious stuff and then you have the one that's all fun so um you know you you don't have to uh, overwhelm one or the other right so that that's not a bad way to look at it too. So, 
Yes, that's very true. Yeah. So you competed, and what was the age that you started competing in? I competed when I I started when I was eight, and okay. I did it uh, while I was eight and nine, and eight then nine. I took a okay. then I took a really long break, uh, and I didn't come back until I was thirteen. It was actually uh, my request for my thirteenth birthday that I oh. compete in our local county pageant that we had um, every year. My sister competed in it when she was um, in high school, and so I decided. I wanted to compete. It was, I had just turned 13 or like the pageant was the weekend of my birthday, more or less. <laughs> and well, that's nice I was a young, yes. So um, I said, that's the only thing I want. <laughs> my mom said, okay, if that's what you want, we'll do it. And uh, it's pretty, it was pretty big in our County. Uh, they only had four divisions at the time and it was a uh, tiny petite, preteen and then teen so i just turned 13 so i obviously was in the teen division and the youngest one out of the entire group uh so it was it was definitely interesting because there were six girls to get all together in my division and the other five had been competing in our county pageant for like since they were babies more or less so it was a little intimidating because i was the newbie had no idea what i was doing my evening gown was terrible. Uh, I think I bought it um, for like a hundred bucks at JC Penney's or Sears with my uh, youth pastor when we were on a girls trip. <laughs> so um, it is definitely a great experience. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I, I, I'm I'm just shocked that you felt that so overwhelmed that that the two pageants that you competed in when you were eight and nine. So. You, you didn't feel that that gave you any confidence this basically starting over at 13. Is that, is that how you felt then? When I came back um, to the scene and as I turned 13, I actually wanted to do it just for fun. I had no expectations, no goals, no nothing. I just really wanted to compete again and have fun. So I honestly told my mom because there was only six of us. And so I knew they were automatically going to tie the the two fourth runner-ups um, or there was going to be a fourth runner-up tie between two people. So I pretty much went in expecting to place and tie for fourth. So <laughs> I was just there to have fun and meet new people um, and start breaking out of my shell because I can be a little bit of an introvert from time to time. <laughs> uh so that's why I decided to jump back in. And you use the pageantry to allow you to work on those skills then? Yes. Do you think that over the course of your lifetime that's um, allowed you to do that? Oh, definitely. Uh, pageants in general have boosted my confidence and have made me be more outgoing and more approachable to people. Typically I'm that one that stands back and kind of let people come to me <laughs> um, as they see fit. But now I'm kind of a social butterfly and I like to go out and meet new people. And that's before as a kid, that's not who I was at all. <laughs> well, if you, if you were recommending, would you recommend your friends that have daughters 
to do a pageant or would you recommend them to have them play sports or recommend them do both? Do you think that both are great or do you think pageantry really does have a major role? I think both are great. I, I know personally uh, when I got pregnant with my son and we didn't know the gender just yet, uh, all we knew is that I was expecting. And so, of course, the first thing is everyone's like, oh, well, if it's a girl, you should put her in pageants. And I, I firmly believe that as a young girl or a young lady, um, they have to be old enough to want like to be interested to want to be interested to compete. I don't necessarily like people who put their babies and infants in pageants. That's their thing. That's fine. But me personally, if my child cannot say yes or no, I want to do a pageant. You're not doing one. So I think it all just depends um, on the person, on the family. So I feel like pageantry and sports and extracurricular activities each have their place in learning different aspects of life, I guess. And as like getting to know yourself, because I did it, I did sports and uh, pageants. So I feel like each has their own place. Well, what type of sports did you play when you were younger? Well, let's see. I did uh, intramural volleyball for like one season. <laughs> um, I did a lot of basketball like camps because my sister was a basketball player. So their team would always host a basketball camp that I would attend. And um, I did a lot of cheerleading and gymnastics. That was my main two uh, sports that I really enjoyed doing. And then later in, um, in life, I evolved into dance as well. So I did a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> Which are all things that play a major role in pageantry, um, especially if you're going to do a talent um, pageant. So they, I guess they kind of all um, play together then. Yes. And I did track too. Oh, well, okay. Well. <laughs> okay. So overall, your goal, I guess, as a young child was just to be very active and, and to be um, very sociable. It, even though you said you were shy, um, did you did you feel that you had grown by the time that you graduated high school enough that, that you felt that you were outside that bubble? I believe I was getting better at breaking out of that bubble. Uh, I wouldn't say it was 100%. I was like, free of that bubble but as I had definitely started to break out more so through my sophomore and junior year of high school um that's when I really started evolving I guess so it still took me some time but I learned a lot of lessons in those years which helped me kind of start to bust out of the bubble a little bit and then in that portion did you do a couple more pageants in your high school years um, or did you not do any pageants because you're playing volleyball and you're doing track and you're cheerleading? Was there time for do, doing pageantry as well? Oh, yeah. I was definitely, uh, I believe, in late middle school, um, early high school years, all throughout high school, actually. I was very heavy into the pageant scene, I guess you could say. I would I would find new systems to compete in. Um, it was actually like we had a small 
what I called my extended second family. <laughs> um, we all kind of uh, just did everything together as far as pageants go, like appearances, community service events. Um, you found a home. It sounded like you, yeah. found, you, found a, you found a home, right? Yeah. yeah. Or a team. So, yeah. And uh, we would always travel together to, like, we would find a pageant. We would all compete. Uh, some well, that's of us awesome. Were, yeah, some of us uh, were in the same division, but we're all we were all still friends and families. Like, it was, you know, we were happy if one won, and if one of us didn't win, I mean, it was just one big happy family. We supported each other no matter what, which is what pageantry should be about. So, is that something you find to be the norm, and that the um, stereotype of like cattiness and very competitiveness does occur, but it is not the norm? in pageantry back when i was heavy into the scene i guess back when i was growing up in pageantry so to speak uh it was more it was more friendly um more welcoming more op- more open i guess um where contestants would actually try to make those friendships and relationships but I feel like today, that's not what it is. It's gotten away from that. It tends to be more catty, more everyone's out for themselves. Um, and everyone kind of stays to themselves. Um, so it's a little bit different. It, is, that more to, your, is that more your perception because you're, you're competing in an older division? Or do you, you can feel that or see that with the younger kids too? Oh, I can definitely feel and see it with the younger ones too. Um, I even told my mom, uh, I think it was about a year or two ago when I started to see the change, um, in the pageant world itself, because even though at the time I wasn't competing, I was still very much involved as far as volunteering with different organizations that conducted pageants, uh, as people would ask me to judge or MC a lot. So I was still in the pageant world, just not on the competition side of it, but I still saw everything behind the scenes on the stage. Um, and I told her then a couple of years ago, I said, pageants aren't what they used to be. Um, they used to be more, you walk away with, you know, a new five or 10 friends. And now today it's like, you're just trying to walk away with a one. So I feel like they've gotten a lot more competitive instead of more relaxed and, you know, just, have fun because in the end it's one set of judges opinions for that week or that weekend. And there's, I mean, all you can do is your best. You're your worst enemy. I mean, you're competing against yourself in my opinion. So I feel like people are more so very catty these days. And that's not something I'm used to. Do you think that's more or less because people are trying to use that as a platform to go to the next level? Or do you think that's um, people's pressure they're putting them on or the amount of money that they're putting in the vesting? Or is it just, do you think it's a a mush of everything? I think it's a a mixture of everything, really. Uh, I think it comes a lot from parents putting pressure on their daughters uh, to be, you know, perfect and to nail their routines or, answer this question right or make sure you do this or make sure you do that um so i think it's just a kind of a mixture of 
you know, everyone wanting to be the best. I mean, I know everybody wants to walk away with a crown, but in the end, there's only going to be one winner. Uh, so, I mean, the only thing you can do is just be yourself and do your best because I feel like in the end, that's what shines through. So you don't want a representative who's going to be, you know, looks bubbly and nice and friendly on stage, but behind the scenes, they're just mean and not nice. <laughs> so... I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. I I get it too, and um, uh, I'm 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 praying that people um understand this is a learning opportunity, especially when you're younger. You know, do you do you like that you? Um, did so many different pageants because you you were saying that you did a lot of different pageants and did, it sounded like you didn't say with you didn't stay with one particular system the entire time. Do you think that you're more well rounded because you did so many different pageants? I would say so. Some pro- some people probably think that's um, not really the the best thing to compete in different systems, but I feel like that's what helps round you out more or less because every system has different requirements and different processes and see as for me I competed in Miss America's Outstanding Teen I competed at Miss in the Miss America organization so um and then I did smaller local pageants and then I also competed in some uh systems such as the Tiny Miss pageant system I competed in America's Ultimate Miss pageant system um you know, it's just a bunch of different organizations and they've all helped me evolve and help better my skills as um, an adult. So if you were a mom and you were considering putting your daughter in or you're the young child, would you recommend them doing the smaller pageants? Because personally, I'm not even aware of them. Um, but do you think they made the bigger impact than doing in United States or IGM or USA? I think it's definitely a stepping stone. Um, I know a lot of people try to come out the door and do like a big pageant such as uh, like Miss Virginia United States right out the door. And I, I, I mean, I feel like it takes baby steps, <laughs> especially if um, you're just breaking into the scene. What do you think that people should do to prepare for that? Do you think that, do you think they should do all those small pageants first and then, and then do a big one? Or do you think you should move up the ladder, like do a local small pageant and then do maybe a United States and then do an America or, or USA? 
I think it all just depends on the person. Uh, I know personally me, I had a lot of, I guess, coaching slash training just from watching my sister's old videos. Um, I would literally watch and practice and <laughs> I, I kind of know it was my own personal coach in a sense, just from watching old VHS tapes of my sister's competitions. So, so the um, videos you, in your opinion are really helpful to, to really understand like what the process is to win the pageant. I think videos are definitely a great learning tool. I would say, um, especially if you have your interview taped because as a competitor, when you're on stage, you feel like you're doing one thing and you feel like you did things this way, but when you get your tape or your score sheets back or the feedback, um, however, like I said, every system's different. So depending on how you get that information from the judges back, it kind of helps you see what they were seeing because you can't see everything as you're on stage. Like you can't see if your dress is, uh, buckled in the front or something like that. So I feel like if you have those videos, it definitely helps you see it from a different point of view. And the same thing for interviews. You you can be in an interview, whether it's round robin style or a panel, you're kind of just in the moment <laughs> when you're being interviewed by, you know, three to five different people. So you're not going to remember every answer that you gave. So definitely having a video to go back and critique yourself in a sense is very helpful. If you had hindsight to know what pageants would offer the ability to record the interview for your own um, um, records and to train yourself to be a better pageant contestant, would you, would you encourage people to pursue those pageants first to practice overdoing um, one that is more secretive and doesn't either give you a score from the interview or doesn't even let you record? Yeah, I would definitely say stick to the ones um, in the beginning if you're just starting out uh, with the pageant that will let you or your let your parents or friends record you on stage with the, you know, with the phone or um, if they have someone they're recording, if you can buy a tape. Uh, or video, I feel like that would definitely help you better yourself. So even just the, the actual performance you find to be a benefit, even if it's not the interview. Oh, absolutely. So how did, how did you, how did you proceed in your high school, middle school, high school years? Did you win a local title? Did you win a state title? How did those years go? So I did win. Um, I won a lot of local titles. I, um, I'm trying to think. Hey, when you win like five or six, I totally understand. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I know the very first title I won was my local. It was actually when I competed, when I went back at 13, the local pageant that my county had. I actually awesome. ended up winning. Oh, um, congratulations. We should have. Well, so you won. So. All of that worry you ended up, and you thought you were going to end up fourth, you ended up winning. So congratulations on that. See, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my mom and sister were just as surprised as I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because here I am, a newbie, not knowing anything. Um, my dress was, it was hideous. <laughs> well, I was, wait, 
I was waiting because you 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 had a great son. You're like, I hate this dress. You know, I bought it for well, for hundred dollars. I mean, at the time, I absolutely loved it. It was a great fit, and it was just the right length. And like I said, at the time, I felt gorgeous in it, and I felt confident in it. And I just, at the time, that was that was the dress. <laughs> and so, um, like I said, it's not necessarily the dress when it comes to pageantry it's how you feel in the dress yes um, that's true because i know when i won the a lot of the judges um what they said was i was fresh i was natural and i didn't sound like a robot <laughs> so um it just goes to show that you know if you do pageants time and time again you can tend to get robotic and rehearsed so it's more like i was just a nice fresh of breath air <laughs> coming in and that's pretty much how i won i guess but do you, um, do you feel that that's just good advice for any competitor um competing even today that um trying to be natural and being yourself and not not remembering everything i i would say it's it, I can't speak for everybody. Everyone's different. Everyone has their own learning um, standards, I guess. But I've noticed since coming back to the scene for me personally, I don't, I hate to put it out there, but I don't, I don't practice day and night. I have, I, once I get to the pageant, I see the stage, I kind of get a feel for it. Um, I already know what my wardrobe's like. So I just have to, you know, practice on the stage a few times just to make sure I know how I'm going to model my wardrobe. But as far as interviews, especially with IJM, there's no fact sheet. So, and it's a round robin. So they have, they don't know anything about you except for maybe what they've seen on social media, if they're on social media and stalk your page or something. But uh, it's kind of like, I don't, I don't have a coach. I've never had a coach and all of my competing years, I've never once hired a coach I kind of just do my own thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I've gotten help. I've done mock interviews. I've gotten help from other people. But as far as like actually having a full-time coach, that's never been my style. Um, I, I just kind of learn from my previous competition, so to speak. Well, clearly you've built up that confidence too. And clearly you've proven to yourself that you have put in the work doing the research. So, I mean, if you continue doing something over and over, um, what's the saying? Uh, 10,000 hours, you, you're a master at it. So the longer you do it, the more you become a master. So. Right. I mean, is that, your, is that your philosophy? Is that how you feel? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's necessarily how I feel. I, there's actual truth to that, yes. But for me personally, I'm just, I am who I am. <laughs> As I've, you know, grown up and became an adult and started my own family, I've just kind of come into my own. And it's like, what you see is what you get. <laughs> I'm not going to fake the funk for anybody. So I'm just a very authentic person. And I don't... Sh you know, sugarcoat anything to make it look pretty, <laughs> you know, if it's not. So it's just one of those things that 
I mean, I guess for the younger age divisions, it's a little different. I mean, there's still. But is that the confidence that you have now that you're, you know, you're like, you know, I, you know, I know I'm fabulous. You know, I, I know I can bring this, you know, and I'm going to take this confidence. I'm going to take it and be a successful uh, entrepreneur outside the world too. I mean, yes. I mean, I'm confident in myself. Um, and I'm going to tell you what I have to offer, but if that's not what you're looking for, then I'm not your person. You know, sometimes, you know, when you compete in a pageant, it's not necessarily your time. So I feel like I'm going to do my best. And this is the package I'm offering you that comes with me. And if you're willing to take it, awesome. If not, I mean, it's not my time. So that's just kind of how pageantry is. It's all opinionated for one set of people on a panel for one week or a weekend or a day, whatever the case may be. So it's kind of just like they know what they're looking for. And if that's not me, then that's not me. It's not my time. So that's how I see it. Hey, you know, to me, it just comes off as you've put in your time. You feel very confident. You, you know what your positives and your negatives are, and you're just going to, um, promote the positive and not worry about the negative. Is that a, easy way to say it too yeah um so coming out of high school did did you is that when you started doing um competing in the united states and usa i actually never competed in never the usa or no okay. i was never i don't find myself don't get me wrong i love watching it i love watching my friends compete in it but me personally i never found myself to be a usa type of pageant girl i guess so to say, um, it just wasn't my, it wasn't my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, that's America why there's Coke style. and Pepsi, darling. So, you know, that's... right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I competed in the United States. Let's see. I think I was still in high school. I want to say I was still in high school or no, maybe college. I don't know. <laughs> so long ago um i think the first time i competed at united states was in 2008 actually um because the director at the time had actually judged me in a different pageant and he wanted me to come compete at his system so that's how i competed at united states um i was in the junior team division i had just learned about it uh but it was a great system i loved competing uh, the whole pageant Fabulous crown. I, I think yeah. to this day, well, I think I've seen the, yeah, I've seen the evolution of the United States crowns over the past decade or so. So the sashes, the crowns, it's all evolved so much since I originally uh, found the system and competed in it. So it's just interesting to watch it evolve and change hands and um, directorship. So it's, it's definitely interesting, <laughs> but they do have the most beautiful crowns and sashes. Oh yeah, I mean, um, I mean that's kind of the ebb and flow. If you get in the pageantry, you'll find out that uh, directors and uh, crowns change a lot. But I just like that they take inspiration from the Statue of Liberty. I mean, it's mm-hmm. such an iconic crown. Uh, first off, and then um, it's such an easy crown for you guys to put on. You know, it has the teeth there, so it just you know, and it looks so 
prestigious. You know, the, you know, the right. Miss America um, crown is nice, but like it takes like four bunny pins or to hold it mm-hmm. down and it doesn't ever sit right. I mean, nobody has a flat round head. So, right. <laughs> um, so I, I, I just think it makes every young lady look so beautiful. So I agree. But yeah, it's definitely, uh, I competed in 2008 and then I did, I came back in 2010 and then I came back one more time in 2012, 13, it was either 2012 or 2013. Um, and then I actually ended up going to, uh, the national pageant that's that last year I competed in, um, because they were holding it in washington dc slash northern virginia area so i went as an appointed title so that's cool yeah so that was that was interesting (laughs) did you did you like that experience competing at a national pageant was that the first national pageant you um you had competed in yes it was it was my very first national pageant um nope i take that back just kidding it was not it was my second Uh, my first my very first one was when I competed at Miss Collegiate America in 2011. Okay. So that was my very first national pageant. That gotcha. was my second. Now, was let's going back to your first one. So was that when they were still having the um, national pageant in Orlando? No. So I competed at Collegiate America, the very first Collegiate America that they had. Um and that one was in San Antonio because at the well, time they cool had, place. Oh, it was wonderful. And it was like, it was the beginning of January. So January in Texas is like spring, almost summer in mm-hmm. Virginia. So I was loving it. Um, but that was also the year that Texas decided they wanted to have a major snow blizzard snowstorm. Oh, no. Yeah. And we drove from Virginia to Texas. So <laughs> that was, that created for an interesting trip all the way around. <laughs> I, I've had the um, privilege and um, <laughs> um, experience of driving that that road uh, um, from from the the mid Atlantic to the to the Dallas region. So I I know how um, long and crazy that trip. Did you guys go through Tennessee too? Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah, so I. I know that's a it's a great experience. <laughs> would you recommend Would you recommend someone to do that trip? Um, they're doing a pageant. See, I'm a little biased, um, simply because I like to have snacks and drinks and bottled water throughout. Like, if it's a week long pageant, I prefer to drive. I don't care where it's at. Oh, that's cool. I, I prefer to drive, um, simply because it's a lot more fun that way. Um, I mean, if you've you got can, the time and you know, you can, right. And then not only that, you get to stop at like, I know when I come, when I went to San Antonio, we stopped at each state sign so I could get out and take a picture or like a rest stop that had the state sign of some sort That's so, cute. <laughs> so I could get pictures in my stash of each state as we were going, um, to San Antonio. So that was really fun. And then I picked up, um, at the welcome center, a couple of items from each state. So it's just, a, it was overall a lot of fun. And I feel like, so you, you really know, made it an adventure over just a road trip. Oh yeah, definitely. And not only that, I mean, 
I don't have to, if I'm driving, I don't have to worry about how much luggage I'm taking or how much, you know, what's going to be my carry on. Is it going to be my evening gown or is it going to be like my fun fashion? You know, I don't have to worry about that. Well, on top of it, you don't have to worry about them crushing it or destroying it or losing it either. So exactly. So, um, and then when we went to San Antonio, we actually had auction, like they had the auction that they always do. Um, and it's pretty much at this point, uh, I don't know what they do now, but when I competed, they it was pretty much do something for your state that represents your state. Mm-hmm. So I did this huge basket of Virginia's is for lovers and it had like stuff with the state bird. I mean, I, I think I got something from literally from the East end of Virginia to the West end of Virginia, um, and everything in between. But it was a pretty big basket, so I don't think I could have flown with it. Well, I mean, you have a pretty big state, so and you have literally the best float, the best slogan for for um, for a state. So yeah, it's a pretty nice one. We <laughs> like it. <laughs> so moving along, how did we get from that that pageantry uh, up to your current IGM title? So uh, IGM title. The funny thing is, I let's see. I can. The last pageant I did was actually a friend. He has his own system, and it was his pageant was right before. Like I think it was about four months before my actual wedding. So I decided I'm just like, let's do one last two raw and be done before I get married and I'm becoming Mrs. <laughs> was that so like a? Uh, was that like having your um, batch bachelorette party? Was that the way you were? something like that (laughs) something like something like that um so i did that and i ended up winning um the overall high point for his system and well congrats thank you that was a it was a little unexpected because i again went in to have fun and i hadn't competed in uh, a couple years or so so i still rough around the edges <laughs> so to speak and um in your opinion of- in your opinion but it's clearly you were still way above uh, uh, above the, uh, the 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 field so oh, I, I, like i said i must have had a little bit of spark left <laughs> so <laughs> uh, but yeah i did that and then i finished out that rain and then at that point i kind of hung up hung up the shoes <laughs> hung up the glass slippers and i kind of was still involved like i said with judging and emceeing and what that uh, was that was always the goal like you were never going to ever consider doing uh, a married pageant because married pageants are are all of my married friends um, claim up and down that they're so much fun. Well, it's not so much that I vowed that I would never go back. It was more like if I do go back, as I'm coming back with like a force, and I didn't want to limit myself as far as like a budget. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. pageants can be expensive. Yes, so I just wanted to make sure, like, if I actually came back, I wasn't cutting any corners to my standards, you know. And I was I was doing everything that I felt I wanted and needed, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, um, and I understand when you have when you have a family, there are other oper- there are other obligations that you have to put first that, that you don't necessarily have when you're single when you're single, so Right. So it was, it wasn't so much that I wasn't ever coming back. I just, at the time I said, I was like, if I come back, it's kind of like a one and done big hoorah. And then I'm done. Like, that's it. No more competing. (laughs) Um, 
but but this one is actually funny because I had a late night working um, in my at home office, and it was I think about twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning, something like that, and I just needed a mental break <laughs> to, for my mind to just wander outside of work. So I actually logged onto Facebook and I was scrolling, and for some reason on my newsfeed, um, their flyer popped up for the state pageant on a photo contest that they were holding and the winner would have won a free entry into the state pageant. So I was like, Oh, what? I mean, I think it was $25 to enter and then like a $10 for any extra photos you wanted to submit. So I submitted two, two photos and I was like, I mean, I highly doubt, like I, like I said, I submitted those photos with no expectation of actually winning because I was like, I've been out the scene way too long. These photos are kind of dated <laughs> and um, all these little ones who have been constantly been competing and have like fresh photos, they're one of them are bound to win. So I was like, but it couldn't hurt to see how I finish out. And then about a week or so later, a friend messaged me on Facebook. I was like, oh, so you're competing at IJ in Virginia um, in January. I was like, well, I don't, I don't know yet because I hadn't heard anything about the photo contest. So. I said, like I said, I don't know. We'll see. It all kind of depends right now. And then, lo and behold, they had actually posted winners, which is how she knew. <laughs> but nobody isn't told it, me. Isn't that the way? The, we're just going to we're gonna put you on our website. <laughs> not, tell, right. not tell you. Guess right, what? So you're, have, you're competing. Give, yeah, us a, give me your money. <laughs> they posted it on their Facebook page, but like they didn't tag any of the girls who had like won really, anything. yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> like I got no private message, no nothing. So I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think you got to work on your director there. You know, director. You know, you know, if you're gonna post a photo, you have to tag the person too, <laughs> right? Like let's notify, let's notify the winners here. But um, at least privately with... too. I mean, <laughs> right? So. I went and saw the post and I was just like, okay, so I guess I am competing because I just want a free entry and I don't want to waste it. Of course. <laughs> hey, so, if they're going to offer you chocolate, you know, take it, right? You know? Exactly. I mean, you don't want to waste perfectly good chocolate. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> so I went ahead, um, did everything I needed to do to get that process rolling and went to the state pageant. And I think everything except for my interview outfit was um borrowed wardrobe because um after having a baby your body is not the same <laughs> as it used to be uh so all of my previous pageant clothes that i had were obviously no longer wearable for me <laughs> but i mean um, that's a, that's i mean if just being a mom that's that's something that you know should be understandable you know but also right. that, you know, maybe that gives you an also a, um, a thought that you have time to prepare or if you want to, um, be in a better shape, you can, um, if you want, but see, clearly it shows that, that you can still compete and do well, um, um, even at a, at a little bit extra weight. So, so curbs, curbs are good, you know, don't, don't hate the curves, right? Right. right. Well, I definitely don't hate my curves at all, but, um, it's more or less just finding someone who had clothes that I knew would have fit me 
<laughs> so that was just a one of those things but I'm a procrastinator so I also waited to like a couple weeks before the pageant before <laughs> I got all my wardrobe together um, did you find one of those Facebook um, pageant groups or no actually um, is one of my I met her through pageantry actually uh, when we were younger and we just remained friends and kept in touch but uh, I don't uh, you may recognize her name Jacqueline Carroll yes um, Yes, I mean her are really good friends. So she, I asked her if she still had um, one of her custom evening gowns uh, that she won Miss Virginia USA in, and she's like, "Yes, I do." So <laughs> I actually borrowed her evening gown, and when I was trying on um, the dress when I was at her house, she actually said, "Oh, I actually have a fun fashion for you too." <laughs> so it all it all worked out. She lent me out her clothes. Uh, to wear for the weekend. I actually ended up buying the evening gown from her because she was just going to sell it anyways. Um, well, yeah. it, it sounds like it's it, all in who it, you what, know. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. But it also sounds like um, it goes back to building those friendships um, um, from the beginning and also just being nice and building good friendships along the way. It seems like it definitely paid off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because those are those are French. Like some of the friendships I have today from women I met like years ago in pageantry, you don't find that today. Like I find it very hard for young girls and women to create friendships that actually surpass your competition days. Because um, I had a lot of people that I met like when I was you know ten and. 13 and 14 in pageantry that we continued to keep touch. We were like some of the like best of friends. Um, and we actually, a lot of them were at my wedding. Actually, most of them made up my wedding guest list. <laughs> and um, that's good because, you know, it, it shows that, that everything you learned um, from pageantry really made a difference, right? You know? Yes, exactly. So, yeah, it, those friendships are definitely hard to come by these days, I feel like. I mean, the, the one comment I keep on hearing is that one person wins the title, but everyone can be can be have a new friend from the competition. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's true. And it's only up to the it's only up to the person that they don't want new friends because everyone can use more friends. So exactly. There's enough love to go around. Exactly. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at MAV. Now let's get right back to this great interview. Okay, so this is the part of the show where I let you take over the show and talk about anything that's important. So we definitely want to highlight your new title. And do you, are you just so excited to, to have a title and to be in, to be in the IGM 
um, family again. And um, it sounded like it was totally unexpected, at least um, from the get go. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, something I said, you know, I don't want to waste a free entry. So competed again, went to the state pageant, no expectations there to have fun. Uh, So winning was also very much a surprise because this is actually my first time competing in the IJM system. So I had been, I had heard of IJM and I had watched, you know, a couple of their national pageants uh, through live stream uh, when I had other friends competing in the system, but I never actually myself. Does this feel like home for you? I'm still getting a feel for it. (laughs) Um, Right now it's just, with the crazy times in society right now, it's kind of not, not the norm, but a lot of uh, the Ms. contestants have found each other on Instagram and have kind of started, you know, creating relationships that way. Uh, So, you know, I feel like um, for me, I just kind of fit in um, wherever. (laughs) I don't feel like, uh, like you said, this is necessarily home. Um, so far is a great system. I love the fact that they, you know, promote women empowerment, girl empowerment. And, um, it just seems like it has a lot of opportunities to offer, um, for young women and, um, young girls. So, so far I I really like it. But like I said, with the times going on right now, (laughs) it's kind of just a little unusual, I guess, because we're not a late, I think it's unusual for all of us. So, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, it's definitely unusual for everybody, but it's just kind of, you know, right now, a lot of us don't have the certainty that we normally would have. Um, as far as I know, a couple of national pageants and international pageants have already postponed and or canceled for this summer. So it's kind of like everyone's up in the air, just hanging you know, waiting to figure out what's next. <laughs> so IGM is still proceeding with their, their national pageant? As of as it stands right now, um, they are still planning to have the pageant at the end of June. But I know there are a couple other systems. I know Miss High School America is also sometime in June, and they've already postponed theirs till September. And then I know USA National Miss is also, I think theirs was also roughly around the same time as High School America, but I haven't heard of them canceling either. So I don't really know. <laughs> well, that's, that's really sad because I just interviewed the, the current collegiate Illinois. So I, I know she was really excited. So that's, that's sad. So they officially just, they, so there's, there's till September, but, and yours is still mm-hmm. ha- is undecided. Well, are are you thinking that it's probably going to be um, moved later too, or do you th- or do you think it's going to proceed? I mean, I really don't know at this point. I, I'm not the owner or director of the national international pageant, but if I was in those shoes, I honestly would postpone it at this point with the uncertainty, simply because it is an international competition. Um, you have girls coming from Australia. You have girls coming from the oh, UK. Oh, well, that's exciting. So it's not yeah. just the it's not just the United States. Wow. Right, yeah. and then you have, and then you especially have those coming from Europe. And right now, California, New York, even Virginia, like we're all on lockdown right now. So, I'll you know some of us still have to get like wardrobe and things like that in order 
So I feel like right now, just because of the times, and last I heard, at least for our state, the governor isn't, like, they're not lifting up the uh, stay-at-home order until roughly June, June 1st, if we're lucky. Uh, So, you know, with those kind of things being pushed back so far into, like, you know, starting in the summer at this point, it's kind of, we don't know what to expect. We don't know what to do. And with everyone not being able to go to work, (laughs) you know, that's also another aspect you have to think about is the financials. You know, parents have, some parents haven't been able to work and it's still, you know, things have to get paid. So you have to also take that into consideration Mm -hmm. as well. So I, if I was in the owner slash director's shoes, I would postpone in my opinion. Do you, do you know if even all the state pageants with IGM have even been completed? I know Texas was actually supposed to have theirs, I think, the weekend of March 22nd, but um, obviously that didn't happen. But I heard um, that Texas is actually doing a virtual pageant somehow. Wow. Not sure. Not sure how they're going to do that, but they're doing it virtually, I guess, where they the, the contestants send in videos of them modeling their outfits, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's what I heard. Um, Miss Earth Maryland did. They did a closed virtual pageant. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, could you could you see <clears throat> them doing? I mean, any of these systems? Do you think you could see them do a pageant where they eliminate a category like um, evening dress to help people with their budget, or you know, or change it so that's more. Um, more helpful on those areas or do you could you see where they just do an all virtual pageant too i still don't know how i feel about a whole virtual pageant because i feel like um yes these are unprecedented times but at the same time i feel like that takes away from the experience Mm -hmm. of what the girls are actually wanting and pretty much why they're competing like if they wanted to do a virtual pageant i feel like you know it wouldn't be near as much money you wouldn't have to spend, you know, on a hotel. Yeah, I feel like there's so many things that could be saved if we actually wanted to compete in a virtual pageant. I feel like a lot of us are looking forward to the camaraderie and meeting a lot of the other girls and meeting, um, you know, contestants from other countries and other states. That's what we're all wanting and looking forward to. And if you do a virtual pageant, that takes that all away. So, well, I will, I, I will pray for you that, that then a real pageant, because it sounds like you're really invested and, um, it, I think all the, I mean, anybody competing in a national or state or international pageant, I feel like is all, you know, once you win your local or state title, I feel like you're automatically invested. So, you know, it's just, it's heartbreaking all the way around for the whole entire pageant community as of right now. I'm speaking in that aspect. So it's just unprecedented times. Do you think that, do you see them doing anything um, like some with some of these pageants? Do you think that they could just nominate and, and do um, nominate titles or, or do you think that some of these pageants would just skip over the entire year? I, I can't, I, I can't say, honestly, I feel like um, 
I feel like obviously right now due to what is going on, I feel like a lot of reigns will get extended. Um, I don't think they would just appoint a winner um, or anything like that. I just think it would just take a lot of reconfiguring and a lot of state pageants have to obviously push back their dates and kind of reconfigure that. But I feel like right now everyone's already having to do that um, with everything going on. And obviously certain venues cannot give out certain dates and times because no one knows when all of this is going to start coming back to normal. So of course, it's just, it's just kind of one of those things where everybody from A to Z is just kind of like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> so it's just, it's hard to say. Well, I'll pray for everyone that wants to compete this year. And uh, I'll definitely pray for you specifically. So we definitely, we want you to do um, well. Um, it sounds like, to be honest, it sounds like you're honestly very excited to, to be back in the game. So, um, you know, I I know well, you're trying. You. I know you're trying to be um, uh, coy about it, but it sounds like you're also invested in it too. So, um, hopefully, um, the fun experience of going to nationals won't um, be more. Uh, won't be uh, wiped away this entire year. So hopefully it just will be a couple months delayed. So. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's all we can do is pray at this point and hope for the best. Was there anything that we didn't cover that we, that you definitely want people to know about your system or any events or any fundraising that you're doing that we, we definitely want to highlight and tell people about? Um, honestly, uh, Obviously, with everything being postponed, there's nothing right now <laughs> uh, for me to really highlight. I just uh, encourage for people to go out right now, um, you know, just putting a small little thank you note in your mailbox for your postman or postwoman. You know, it's a little things doing what you can while being in quarantine and social distancing. And it's the little things that matter and anything you can do to uplift, you know, someone's heart and make them smile. That's all I ask for you to do. Hey, it's the little things in life that really make a difference. So, exactly. So, well, thank you so much for coming on the show, and and I really appreciate your time and congratulations on your new title. And we'll definitely have to follow up with you um, and see how your year went. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Oh, it was an absolute absolute pleasure. All right. Thank you. LaShonda, thank you so much for coming on the show and just giving us a little bit of your time. I know that you're so busy um, with your new, with your, your little child um, being home um, with the, uh, the current virus and, and you being a full-time real estate agent and a pageant contestant. So thank you so much for your time and telling us your story and, um, we really appreciate it, and I hope that your story motivates someone else to go out there and do pageantry and be successful like you are. I want to tell all of our listeners that we're praying for them, and we really want to encourage everyone, please wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Please don't touch your face, and um, please 
Um, do protect your family. Always put your family first and always realize and understand that what you do automatically um, reflects on your family. So the best way you can prevent your family from getting sick is for you not to get sick. So until we have a cure and and actually have something to actually prevent or at least mitigate the, the virus, please continue to wash your hands. Do not touch your face and keep your family safe by you staying safe. As always, this show is on YouTube and on iTunes. So we would love for you to please subscribe to our show. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Give us a comment. We appreciate your feedback. We also have a movie review show called The Movie Breakdown with my co-host, Yvonne Carlos. And we would love for you guys to check that out. It's on the same feed. So I hope you're enjoying our movie discussion show, The Movie Breakdown. And that movie show does not have a normal schedule. So if you want to hear more of those, just let us know and we will start having more of those out on a regular basis. And as always, please stay tuned.